This is Don Talk, and I'm Donovan Edkisson. After Donald Trump was arraigned, the case wound up landing in the courtroom of one Judge Eileen Cannon. And if that name sounds familiar, there's a reason why. Eileen Cannon is also the judge that presided, I guess, last year over the initial Mar-a-Lago case. And uh, so, of course, there have been some, some calls for her to recuse herself because she was a hand-picked judge by Trump. So she seems to be, for all practical purposes, friendly towards Trump. But that seems to be somewhat in question now. I'm going to refer to a Politico article. And here's the summary of this article, and then we'll go through some some parts and pieces and just see who Eileen Cannon potentially may be. Now, according to Politico, Eileen Cannon, the federal judge overseeing Donald Trump's criminal case, has limited experience in complex trials. Her work on the bench has primarily involved routine criminal cases such as drug distribution, illegal reentry, firearms possession, and child pornography or trafficking. Most of these cases have resulted in plea agreements, and the few trials she has presided over were brief. Cannon's lack of extensive experience, combined with her previous deference to Trump in a civil lawsuit, raises concerns about her preparedness for the complexities of prosecuting a former president. However, it should be noted that she has been involved in a complex health care fraud case, which could provide some relevant experience. The upcoming trial in the health care fraud case may serve as a precursor to the Trump case, as it involves issues related to attorney-client privilege and motions to suppress, similar to those that may arise in the Trump prosecution. While Cannon has not issued notable opinions or rulings in her previous cases, she has consistently sided with prosecutors on routine challenges and motions. Her sentencing history has included lengthy terms for trafficking and child pornography cases, and she has favored consecutive sentences. Overall, Cannon's limited criminal trial experience has raised questions about her suitability for the historic prosecution of a former president. So, she's not very experienced in the ways of historical court cases, even though she could be on the verge of doing that. Now, as I said, she was appointed uh, November 2020. And previously, there was a civil lawsuit challenging the FBI raid of Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last year. And so, of course, this has raised questions about her being prepared to handle such a, a historic, very historic case. And, of course, you know the case that I'm talking about, 37 counts of the indictment. And, of course, Trump is out there basically saying that those were his papers, those were his personal papers, and that being charged under the Espionage Act, which neither he nor his new lawyer seem to understand the complexities by which someone can be charged under that act 
that do not necessarily connect to you being a traitor or a spy and being put to death. Nor do they seem to understand the, the uh, Presidential Records Act, which I believe was enacted 1978, somewhere in there. I could be wrong on that, but I do recall that being the year. And, and that basically means that those papers have to be turned over as well. Now, as Bill Barr has pointed out, if Donald Trump was talking about maybe a diary or a journal that he was keeping, then yes, that, that, is, that would be his personal papers. But we're not talking about handwritten notes or journal entries in a diary. We're talking about battle plans, nuclear capabilities of not only us, but our allies as well as our enemies. These are thousands of super secret confidential documents that if they were ever to fall into the wrong hands could be detrimental not to just the United States but our allies as well. Now, the case that they're talking about that Judge Cannon is dealing with was uh, or is a healthcare fraud indictment that was filed in February 20 uh, 2022. I've not heard of this one. Or if if I have, it just flew so far under the radar that I'm not connecting the dots here. Apparently, it has generated burst of media attention early on. It is is slated to go to trial July 10th. That's less than a month from today, as I'm recording this. One of the defendants, of course, is seeking to postpone the start until September 25th, and five of the defendants have pleaded guilty. But the other ones are going to go to trial. Now, if this case does go to trial, it is likely to be the most significant criminal trial that that Judge Cannon has had to date. She's had recent rulings, uh, a decision in favor of federal prosecutors rejecting a claim by the defendants that the government had failed to turn over exculpatory, exculpatory, that's that's a good word, material, She has also sided with the government on a defendant's demand for access to grand jury transcripts, on a defendant's motion to suppress information seized from his email accounts, and on defendant's motion to dismiss charges. Now, if you look through that, that seems like she's neither a friend to the prosecution nor a necessarily a foe to either side, a friend or foe to either side, because... She has a decision in favor of federal prosecutors rejecting a claim by the defendants that the government had failed to turn over exculpatory material. She sided with government on defendants' demand for access to grand jury transcripts. But uh, it says here, on a defendant's motion to suppress information seized from his email accounts and on defendant's motion to dismiss charges. She's also agreed with prosecutors' demand for details from defendants about whether they would seek to defend themselves in trial by claiming their actions were based on the advice of attorneys. As the article points out, a common claim Trump makes in connection to allegations of potential crimes or controversial actions. Remember, it's never his fault. It's always the fault of those that represent him. He will bestow accolades on these people when he brings them in. They, they're the best of the best. Um, they've got his back. And then as soon as something doesn't go his way, they're pigs. Big, fat, filthy pigs. Look at what he has said about Bill Barr. 
Bill Barr has gone on national television and torn Trump's asshole asunder when it comes to to Trump's claims about these documents. Even Barr himself, Trump's uh, former attorney general, pointed out that practically every person in America would have just simply turned these documents over and all of this would have been avoided. Trump would not be in the hot water that he is in now, though I'm fairly confident he'd wind up in hot water for other reasons because he just can't help himself. He, he is the consummate grifter in the world right now. But because his former attorney general went on national television and did not back him up, Trump lashed out, said he fired him, which he did not, Barr resigned, and just started calling him names. So this is the thing. Is Eileen Cannon, Judge Eileen Cannon, going to be a fair judge, or is she somewhat beholden to Trump because he appointed her? Now, the article goes on to say that although that uh, Judge Cannon's criminal work as a judge has rarely led to trial, she has handled a dozen of cases that have reached plea agreements. Now, I'm not sure a plea agreement is something that that the general public and, and definitely the DOJ wants in this particular case against Trump. She's also, um, her lengthiest sentence that she has doled out was nearly 26 years to a man who pleaded guilty to trafficking minors. She's also had... Uh, Uh, similar sentences uh, in a handful of other trafficking or child pornography cases. That's good. Um, She favors consecutive sentences, not concurrent, which is also good in this particular case, even though Trump is out there saying that they, they basically want him in jail for 400 years. I mean, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, But as an example, in November of uh, 2022, she handed down a 175-month sentence to a man who pleaded guilty to carjacking and firearms trafficking, combining a 91-month sentence on the first count and an 84-month sentence on the second count to result in the lengthier jail term. Her most common cases that she's handled as a judge have been the reentry of deported aliens, But here's something I didn't know about her. Before her confirmation to the district court bench, she spent nearly eight years in the Justice Department. So she's 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 not a stranger to the DOJ at all. She was first in the criminal division as an attorney. Then she moved to the appellate division. And while she was in the appellate division, she defended the Justice Department before the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. She has handled four trials as an assistant U.S. attorney. Um, Relatively routine cases similar to those that she presided over as a judge. Cannon wrote in her judicial questionnaire provided to the U.S. Senate, quote, I prosecuted 41 defendants to conviction for a wide range of federal firearms, narcotics, fraud, and immigration offenses. And in two of those, she was associate counsel. So... What do you think about Judge Eileen Cannon? Should she recuse herself from this particular case against Trump? Or 
is she potentially a fair judge, fairer than most people give her credit for? Because her notoriety came about because of the civil case between the FBI and Donald Trump about the raid at Mar-a-Lago. And that's what got her on everybody's radar. And I know that just as, as soon as during the arraignment, the course was referred to her court, people, especially on the left, were up in arms about, oh, well, this, this couldn't be any worse for us or the DOJ, but would be just fantastic for Donald Trump. After reading this particular article, I'm not so sure that's the case. I don't think she's going to recuse herself, and I don't think she needs to. I believe, and and don't ask me where this is coming from, I believe, considering the notoriety of this particular case, nothing like this has ever happened in the history of the United States. We have never had a president, even a former president, indicted on federal charges until now. And of course, it would be Donald Trump. I think she's going to be a fair judge and she's going to look at the evidence and let the chips fall where they may, as they say. But I'd love to know your thoughts. Love to hear from you. You can either leave me a voicemail or you can send me a text. The number is 229-796-4009. Again, that is 229-796-4009. Or you can send me an email. The email is podcast at dontalkshow.com. Again, that is podcast at dontalkshow.com. I'd love to hear from you. So going to wrap this one up. And until next time, keep your eye on the news. See what else is going to happen here uh, about this case. Do you... Do you think she should recuse herself or is she going to be a fair judge? Love to hear from you. Until next time, take care.